Welcome back to another episode of Unpack That with Brie and Kat. Hello. <laughs> hey guys. So today we got a good one for you. We're going to be discussing leaving your hometown. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> not so silly, not so serious, but definitely something that Kat and I definitely have both done. And I feel like I can't speak for Kat, but for me, I've gotten a lot of questions from people oh, that yeah. ask yeah. all the time, like, how did you do it? You have, like, the biggest lady balls for leaving yep. and yep. just going to a place you've never been and not knowing anybody. So we figured this would be a really good topic because... I know when I moved, I binged a lot of YouTube videos on, like, the place I was moving and, like, facts okay. about it and, like, trying to feel more comfortable. It, like, comforted me. Like, trying to of, get to know the place Yeah, before. like, okay. pros and cons of living in Texas. Yeah. And, like, my first year in Texas, like, there was a couple girls I watched their vlog or, like, my first month living in Houston or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I liked listening to their experiences and kind of, like, just seeing what I was up against. Yeah. Um, so I figured the podcast might be good. Okay. So you're yeah. kind of like easing yourself into it. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Just to kind of yeah, like, very interesting. it helped me cause I'm an overthinker too. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helped me put my mind at ease a little right. bit and it made me feel like it wasn't as, um, like foreign and blind. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you moved from where? I moved from Idaho. Idaho. Like the Afro man song. Idaho. <laughs> So what kind of, why did you choose Texas? Like, where was the train of thought of, like, I'm going to go to Texas from Idaho? Um, it was, I actually, a couple years before I actually, I moved, I, buy, I've bought homes and sold homes a lot since I was 19. And so I'm very into real estate. And I remember the housing market in Idaho was starting to increase at the time. And I have the Zillow app because I just like to look at other places just for fun. It's what I do mm. instead of Instagram sometimes because I'm an old woman. I like looking at real estate. You and me with the books. <laughs> Literally. And so I remember just like making my way down to Texas and seeing how cheap the houses were. And I was like, damn, I could go to Texas and buy a house outright for like half the price of a house in Idaho. And it would be basically a mansion it's yeah. super nice so that's what first started intriguing me on the idea of moving down here yeah and then as i got into bodybuilding there's a lot of there's bodybuilding culture here everybody's really into fitness so that mm-hmm. really spiked my interest too and just knowing that i wouldn't have to deal with the um devastating winters of idaho and the long cold months i just i couldn't do it it just the winters are so long there and depressing yeah I feel like every year my seasonal depression just got worse and worse and I just, ah, I can't do it anymore. I wanted to go somewhere that was less winter heavy yeah, and somewhere that was more sunny and not as harsh weather yeah. conditions. So that's kind of a brief synopsis, but where did you move from? Um, I moved, <laughs> so I've lived in three States now, so I did She's not a traveler. Yeah. She's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm from Virginia, born and raised. Uh, and then I did not do what you did. I don't think about things, unfortunately. Uh, I just, I'm very, very impulsive. It's the Virgo rising in me. Yeah, it's the Gemini sun forever for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just decided I couldn't pick, I didn't want to go to college in Virginia. Same reason. Um, I've always gotten really, really bad seasonal depression. Um, and I just was like, I can't do 
like all the schools there were like in the mountains and stuff. So like I just I knew that was going to be bad. So I just decided my my one of my friends' moms, she was like, why don't you go to UNF in Florida? And I, I've literally never been to Florida. And I looked at it and it was near the beach, Jack's Beach. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. So I just, I just did. I literally was like, okay. So I went for spring break and I just visited the school, walked around and I was like, okay, I can see myself here. Um, and then, yeah, I left a couple months later and I just lived there for a year. I didn't know anybody. Like I got my roommate last minute. She's still one of my friends today. Um, love her. Uh, and I didn't know anybody. My parents just dropped me off and I started working at Cracker Barrel there and I just worked there for a year. Yeah. I'd worked at Cracker Barrel for a hot minute, um, at that point. Um, so I, just worked for a year. I wanted to get in state tuition. So I lived there for a year, made some friends, dated a douchebag in a fraternity, um, and then eventually joined UNF, went to sorority, et cetera, college experience. Um, and then, yeah, it was, it was a crazy decision, honestly, but without doing that, I would be such a different person. Like the experiences I had in Florida, just, the, I would just, you, you turn into a different person when you leave your hometown. Like when you 100%. leave the state, like yeah. it just like, it was so much fun. It was a lot of pain, a lot of fun, but, um, I just grew tremendously. I'm not scared of anything anymore because of like moving out of my hometown. Dude, dead ass. Yeah. I feel like it's honestly the best thing that you can do is leave your hometown. Yeah. Like the amount of growth I've experienced, I'm coming up on a year almost. It'll yeah. be March 15th, my yeah. year in Texas, which is so fucking cool. Yeah. But I have grown so much in just the last 365 days than I think I grew in 25 years in Idaho. Yeah. Because it's just such a scary, especially going to a place that I didn't have a job here. I didn't know the area. I didn't have any friends. I didn't even know anything. Like, it was just completely new to me. I don't have family here. And so the weeks leading up to it, I was terrified. I tried to back out of selling my house in Idaho, but I couldn't because it was was too far gone. And I'd already put in my notice at my job. So I kind of set myself up. Because I know myself and I was like, okay, I need to set it up so I don't, because I've been saying that I want to do it for years. Yeah. So I needed to set myself up to not back out. Right. I also bought my truck for my birthday in December because yeah. I was thinking about it. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I really want, I don't want to drive a manual. I drove a fucking manual. And I was like, this is in a big city. I, my road rage is already bad enough. I yeah. know I'm going to hate that. So I bought my truck. Also very Texas of me. But in order to do so, I had to take some money out of my savings account. And I was like, okay, I have to sell my house now to replenish that. So there's no going back. I must sell my house and move. So my truck was kind of like the bribe and like the the, the thing that pushed me to actually pull the trigger and move. Yeah. And then got here and yeah, it was, it was scary. It was a long couple of weeks moving and there was a lot of emotions, a lot of crying a lot of calls to my poor father freaking out, um, long FaceTimes to my brother freaking out. But yeah, it really, it was a really good experience and I'm really glad I did it because I came to Austin and it just, just felt so right. I really didn't have any, the only homesickness I received was in like August. I kind of got a little homesick. That's yeah. when it finally hit me. But I think it's more so at that point, I just need to make a trip home. It was time to yeah. see my dad. And once I went home and came back, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to stay in this. Austin. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back occasionally, but I'm going to, I'm going to stay where I'm at. It yeah. was a good move. Cause it's just, people don't change in their hometown. They're doing the same shit. And I'm like, yo, I've grown so much. Yeah. 
Like you so. just see, but you come back and literally it's the same people doing the same things. And it's just like, I don't know. It, for me, it's like sad. It's not sad because like however you're happy, that's great. Yeah. Um, but there's just so much to see and experience. And there's parts of yourself. Like I said, I've lived in my third state now. I've been in Texas for about six months now. Um, I've lived in Virginia, moved to Florida, moved back to Virginia. Now I'm in Texas and I would like there's just parts of myself that I didn't even know existed yeah. because I moved to different states. I've lived in two cities in each state too. So I lived in North Florida. I lived in South Florida. I lived in San Antonio here. I've now lived in Austin in Virginia. I've, you know, I've lived in the mountains. I've lived at the beach. So I even think like moving around in the States that you live in is cool because mm-hmm. there's just different cultures everywhere. So I don't know. I think, and we can talk about a little the reasons why we think people are so scared to do it. Yeah. What's your thought? I think because people don't like to be uncomfortable. I think that's the main reason. Yeah. Um, people like familiarity. People don't want to. Cat's cat is on the fridge right now. And it's this really is funny. amazing. That's so funny. Um, she's staring she's down just us, staring like down peasants. at us. <laughs> I literally <laughs> have four cats. So just I know in this funny. tiny little apartment, there's like cats yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Okay, keep going. But yeah, I think it just comes from people don't want to be uncomfortable. Um, they like familiarity. They don't want to break the mold and... They're scared because it's yeah, scary. If you, it is scary. You don't, and it, dude, there is a lot that goes into moving. Yeah. I don't want to do my taxes. I feel like that's going to be a pain in the ass doing two different taxes from different states. I really felt that one. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that goes into it because you have to move all your shit. You don't realize how much shit you have until you're fucking packing it across the country. Like, do you want to lug everything with you or do you want to sell it and buy it all when you get down here? But then it's like, that's going to cost a bunch of money. So you got to save for that. And then you got to worry about employment. A lot of people won't even interview you until you live in the state. So there's a lot that goes into it. And I think that people just get scared to do it. Yeah. But I also think there's also a mix of of being scared, but also being lazy because people don't want to do that. Yeah. They don't want to put the energy and the time into going and experiencing something else. Yeah. So, and I feel like places like Idaho, at least... For me, and that tiny town mentality, like, people just are so content with working your nine to five, getting married, having the white picket fence, having out some kids, and then retiring. And that's all you do, and you live and die in your, the same city. Mm. I just, it, the more I live there, I love Idaho. It always hold a special place in my oh, heart. Yeah, but yeah. I just couldn't see myself. And I felt like I was always a little bit different in the sense of... It's a very, like, religious kind of vibe, um, very old-school kind of white kind of tradition. Very Caucasian. Very, yeah. And I don't know, I just felt there wasn't a lot of stuff to do, especially in the winter. Like, it's beautiful in the summer. Like, you can go to the lake, the river, hiking. Like, dude, there's so much to do in the summertime. And there's festivals and music. But in the winter, and the winters are long there. There's nothing really to do. Like, nobody comes there to tour. There's not activities. I love the way you say tour. 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 To tour. Tour. You say tour. Say tour. Yeah. Like you tore a piece of paper. Yeah. You say tour. Tour. I love that. I feel like tour is correct. I feel like it depends where you're from. Leave it in the comments what y'all say. Tour. Like I'm from from Virginia, so it's tour. 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 Yeah. It's like, what did you say I said? Aunt. Yeah, she says aunt. You say aunt. 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 Like A-N-T, like an aunt. Like an aunt. But it's aunt. It's aunt. An ant is a thing that crawls on the ground. It's also someone that's a relative See, of mine. Tour. They're two in one. It's a tour. 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 See? Tour. 
a tour. We should do one where we talk about words that you say, like how, how we say them. Dude. Yeah, because, dude, okay. I don't even know what an Idahoan, like, sounds like. Like, I don't know what accents they have. So, like, I'm yeah. fascinated by it. Yeah. I feel like we're very normal. We're very, uh... No, I know. But then when you say tour, I'm like, oh, there must be more. <laughs> yeah. There's something. There's more things you say. Yeah. We'll have to make a it. list. I, yeah. I, I can think of a couple things that I can say. We like, could go right through the, the dictionary and just say words and yeah. see what see what I say uh, roof. Oh, you're one of the roofers? I've roof. never met a roofer. Roof. I've never met one of y'all. Yeah. I've been waiting my whole life to meet roof. somebody that says roof. What about a crayon? A crayon? It's a crayon. It's not a crayon. Crayon. <laughs> you really say roof? Roof. I I'm so shook right now. My dad says roof too. Oh my god! I've been. Wh- do you say pop? No, oh, I say soda. God. Okay, I think that's. I actually call it a soda. Oh, you do say soda. Yeah, fucking pop. I just can't Death believe penalty. you. I can't get over this. I'm, I'm really excited to hear what else. Like I know. I don't know what Same. else. I don't yeah, know. we'll have to look into yeah, it. We'll, we'll do an we'll, episode. I know there's like southern. Like we roll a lot of words into one. Yeah, sometimes like you guys sentence. get to talking, and I'm like, I didn't catch any of that. Yeah, it, it's just very cornbread. Grumbled. I always say I sound like cornbread. Yeah, that's yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Um, Another, if you guys think of stuff, leave that in the comments, too. Like, fun words that people say. Like, if you think of things that you want us to say from yeah. like different sides of the country, leave that in the comments, and we'll gather these. Excited. Yeah. I didn't even know I really, I mean, I'm sure to, like, people here, you know, because Texas, they've got really thick accents. But I moved to Florida, and people were like, where the fuck are you from? Really? Not North Florida, but real, when I got to South Florida, oh my God, yeah. Huh. They were like, oh, where are you? Literally constantly, where are I've you from? I've never gotten that. I've gotten well, it off my appearance, but never my... Well, because I, I have like a, to them, I have a country accent, like a Southern... Country bumpkin? Yeah. Like my family's from North Carolina, so like it's a little more yeah. prominent than I think than some of Virginia's. Ah, ah. But I got down there and like, because people in North, in North Florida have accents, but like, dude, South Florida is just a bunch of fucking like New Yorkers and like love my Cubans people. and stuff yeah yeah yeah. but they were like oh my god like when I would wait waitress be like your accent's so cute I'm like what accent but anyway back to the topic yeah. of moving oh yeah we went so on a little tangent we went on there. an accent tangent yeah. <laughs> okay so where were we um I think we were talking about I don't know I just okay so like oh fears fears fears, fears like yeah. why we think that people don't want to leave yeah so what are your thoughts on that um I think that, I don't know, I think, like, kind of like what you said, we just kind of raise people to have limited beliefs about what they can achieve. Like, mm. the, the dream is to have a house. The dream is to have a family. The dream is to, you know, have a stable job. And it's like, that's yeah. so limiting to mm-hmm. what you actually can do. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like people just, like you said, they get comfortable and it's just they don't believe in themselves. I think more than anything, Mm. they don't believe in their ability to get another job to, you know, make new friends when they've had the same friends since elementary school. Like they're scared, they're attached. And that's, that's the problem. That was the thing that I learned when I moved to Florida and I lived there for five years. Like you have to master detachment. If you want to live a life where you get to see more than your fucking hometown, like if you're so attached to your buddies from second grade, like, dude, they would leave in a heartbeat if they got the opportunity to travel the world. Like, you have to think about that. Like, just being, it, there's just no point. Like, I I can't imagine never seeing some of the things I've seen, you know? And it's yeah. like, if I were so attached, and I, dude, I've left so many, like, again, I've lived in two states, so, like, I've left really good friends behind. 
and it is heartbreaking. Like, if you left me, I would die. I see. It sucks. (laughs) It literally, like, I literally think about them every day because you meet, but you meet so many amazing people along the way. And it's just so limiting to be like, you know what? This is my only group of friends I can ever have. Like, yeah, you can have friends all over the fucking world if you want to. Yeah. It's just incredible, especially with social media. So, yeah, I think it just boils down to a confidence thing of yeah feeling competent enough to move and start over and and emotionally be okay with that being separated from your family like yeah it's just it's not for everybody though it really isn't and yeah. i think that's totally a good thing agree. with i don't know i think with our backgrounds too we're a little less attached to things mm. you know mm-hmm. um i don't know i think it makes it easier to leave and if you just keep it if you keep it rational like you're gonna see them again yeah, that's yeah, what I had to tell myself a lot. Like the they're not dying. were probably the hardest. I think the last month that I was there, packing up all my things and the the two main actually there's three. There's three things that I didn't want to leave. Was obviously my dad was the number one because yeah. I'm very very close with him. Mm-hmm. I'd go over like almost every Sunday. We'd like talk to dinner. And then I loved my job. My coworkers right. were amazing. I loved that job. And my house was probably my dream home. Mm-hmm. All three of those things are probably the reasons why I stayed as long as I did. Because I, I love those things. And I wish that I could have moved them to Texas. Mm-hmm. But everything else was terrible. Like, my gym was good. At the time, I thought it was the best gym ever until I came to Texas. And then mm-hmm. now that I've gone back... I'm so glad I moved here specifically for my bodybuilding because I would not have progressed like I did because I'm now around some like serious athletes. Everybody in a Texas gym works so hard. It's almost intimidating. Like you have to keep up even the regular lifestyle people that don't compete work harder than some of the quote unquote competition people from Mm -hmm. my old gym. Yeah. And it really changes your mindset because you're a small fish in a big pond now. Yep. And it's like you're going, we're like the Hollywood. Yeah. Texas is like the, the we're gym the mecca of yeah. bodybuilders. Yeah. It is unmatched anywhere yeah. else. It is insane. And the level of competition here, it really like makes you push yourself and figure out if you're worthy or not. Cause if you can do well at a Texas show, like last year when I competed locally, I didn't get that overall, but I won my class and mm-hmm. it was still a win because it is so hard at a Texas show because there are so many competitors and yeah. everybody's like fierce, like winning an Idaho show. Yeah, that's great. But it's Idaho. Yeah. But if you go to a Texas show where there's like hundreds of athletes and like not hundreds, that's more of a national show, but 15, 20, 25 plus athletes in one class compared to like seven. Yeah. It's it's a feather in your cap for sure. Yeah. That's, so yeah. I think that those were the main three reasons that I wanted to stay. And that was why I was so heartbroken over it because I'm losing those three main factors, my house, my dad, and my coworkers. But I had to keep reminding myself, I can come back. Yeah. If I hate it in Austin, I can turn around and move back home. If I give myself my seven-month lease and the lease is over and I can't stand it, I can move home. Yeah. It's not like I'm – my dad told me, you're not barred from Idaho. You're not banned. (laughs) So you can't, like, not come back if you want to. Yeah. So I think that – thinking of it that way really helped with the the scares of moving. It's just thinking, okay, you can go – back if you need to it's not like anything going anywhere yeah. you're not you're just going i thought of it more of like an extended vacation at first to kind of help with those like frights like if i hate it i can go home yeah 
And social media is amazing. I stayed in touch with all of my friends from there. It wasn't like I wasn't able to talk to them. They were all, like, they commented on my posts. They replied to my stories. So I was still in contact with all these people. Yeah. So it wasn't really like I was missing anything. Yeah. And another thing that I just thought of, you really realize I didn't tell anybody that I was moving. I didn't until, like, it was undeniable and people started to find out like when I had to start canceling like my meal prep or my gym or um this dude had come over to my house and saw the for sale sign up and I was like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's sold yeah um so I didn't I kept to myself for the most part because I didn't want to be treated any differently and the amount of people once the last like two weeks or so found out that I was leaving that were like reaching out, wanting to hang out that I hadn't seen, spoken to, well, kind of talks, but not, we didn't hang out mm. that were wanting my time. And that is the reason why I didn't want to say anything. Cause it's like, but now that I'm moving you, all these people are coming out of the woodwork. Like yeah. I had old date, like people that I hadn't talked to that were coming out because I was moving. They wanted to rekindle things. And it's like, you should have done that before I moved, but it really yeah. shows you your true friends and people that, they feel guilty for something and they want to like rekindle things with you because you're moving. Yeah. It just really put that into perspective. It is a guilt thing. Yeah. I definitely think. hundred percent. Yeah. That's, I've, I'm trying to think. I don't think that happened to me when I moved to Florida or I just don't remember. Um, but when I moved to Texas, I, I literally only gave my friend, I'd only told my close friends. I didn't yeah. tell, I mean like I literally just popped up in Texas and was like, here I am. Like, yeah. I told my job about a week before, but I also, I also decided a week before I moved. So yeah, like I just called my boyfriend. and was like, all right, Hey, I'm ready. Yeah. He was like, all right, buy my plane ticket. I'll be there next week. And I just, I mean, and, and like you said, dude, like I lived in Florida for five years and then I moved back home for a year and it was great. And it was really sad to leave again. Like I left my niece. And it's like you said, the things that you were, you didn't want to leave because of your dad, your job and your house. That's the, that's literally the reasons that people don't leave. Yeah. Like, right. Like you literally just proved it. And like, mm-hmm. For me, I didn't like my job or... It's worth moving, though. Yeah. Because I love those things. Yeah. But now that I've lived in it for a year, I'm so grateful I did. Because Mm -hmm. no house, job, family, you, especially at our age. Yeah. Go see shit, Yeah, you can come back and settle down there. Literally, yeah. Like, it is so... While you're young, like... Just go see the world. Yeah. Like nothing is holding you back. And if nothing. anything, it's going to make you appreciate your where you came from. If you move somewhere for a year and you hate it, you're going to move back and be so much more appreciative yeah. of that place. Yeah. Or and you're going to realize, holy shit, I didn't belong there like I thought I did. Mm-hmm. These things, these these this job and this house, it wasn't really worth it. Like going and experiencing things and making new friends in a new life and rebranding yourself is so refreshing. Yeah. I will say that. <laughs> Coming up with a whole new, because nobody fucking knows you. Mm-hmm. You, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. You don't have all those skeletons, nothing. It's amazing. It is a good feeling, especially doing it every few years. Like, yeah. And that's, and kind of what you said, like, I thought when I moved home from Florida, like, I was like, okay, like, I'm happy to be here. Like, maybe I'm just meant to be here. And I spent a year there and I'm so thankful again that I did because I got to actually, my niece got to have a relationship with me and I got to, you know, me and my sister got really, really close and my family and whatnot. But um, I realized I'm not meant for this. Like, I would go to like, you know, hometown bars and just like hang out. But like, dude, I was bored to death. Like, I couldn't do it. I literally like once, once you go out and see the world and you try to go back, 
Why don't you go live in an entirely different culture in another state, especially Florida, and then you try to go back <laughs> That's to... That's like its own country. Yeah, it literally is. And you try to go back to Virginia, like, small town, like, dude, I cannot tell you, like, I was like, I've got to go. And yeah. Texas was great. Like, boyfriend here or not, like, I knew, and I told him this, I said, I will stay. If we if we end up breaking up, I'm still staying in Texas, because same thing as you. It's, yeah. it's bodybuilding heavy. It's gym heavy. This is where you want to be if you're an athlete or if you just if this is your passion so and dude austin is so fun yeah like, there's so much shit. i and love austin we're right in the middle of two big cities dallas yeah. and houston yeah we're and san right antonio in the middle. is right by oh, yeah yeah love waco is a cute little town that's up north like there's so yeah. many was that the cult Did that happened there oh i think waco? so i just think of the, so the fixer upper show that's I think of Waco the cold. And you think of <laughs> really? That is so on brand. So the most on brand. I know. Shit. <laughs> like the cult. <laughs> That's funny. But um, yeah, Austin's yeah. dope, dude. There's so much shit to do yeah, here, and we're like gyms. Texas alone has so many big cities that you can drive yeah. to in a couple hours. I didn't know they had palm trees till I moved here. Same. Me neither. I, I had like, no idea. I was like, oh, I'm back in Florida. Yeah. But landlocked. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Texas is dope, dude. It's, it's such a cool city yeah. and our state, but such a cool city. Moving, <laughs> moving definitely, like you said earlier, it gives you so much confidence to, to do whatever you want. And now I, I'm down to move again. Like, it's not as scary. I'm like, where am I going to go next? Not. Am I going to go to Tampa? Am I going to go to New York? Like, am I going to go to Bali? Like, yeah. There's so many other places you can go, and it's the world's your oyster. It's not as scary. You can go and live somewhere and move back or go. It, it's not as Nothing's permanent. impossible as you think it is. Mm. It's not permanent. Exactly. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. I think it definitely, I mean, again, it just, it just, unfortunately i think not everybody is curious about which is so sad the world and that that blows my mind you know like i've always been such a curious like i told you when i was a kid i don't know where and when i think it's because i listened to a lot of gangster rap especially like east coast rap i've always wanted to live in new york i've been fascinated by new york i don't i've never been to new york would fit in so well with your yelling (laughs) like literally i'm not kidding y'all like i'm literally like a chill southern oh, gal and god. this bitch literally be scaring the hell out of me sometimes like <laughs> i'm like oh my god we're gonna die like we're gonna get yanked out of the car dude i think it's She's because so... it's my italian i was watching this um the gordon ramsay the the kitchen show where he goes mm-hmm. kitchen hell kitchen night yeah. kitchen, kitchen nightmares it was an italian restaurant on the i forget i think it was in uh new hampshire i don't know somewhere on the east coast mm-hmm. These people would get so angry and yelling and like, like, boom, yelling. But yeah. then they'd be fine. That's how they talk. It is so Italian. Yelling is like and their, it like dawned their house on volume. Yeah, I know. It dawned on me. I was like, dude, this isn't like, this is literally my culture and genetics. Oh, like yeah. Italian people are so, and that's what I just, I feel just drawn to New York and I always have. You I just feel like the aesthetic. It. Oh yeah. I'm going to at some yeah. point, even if it's just like. your New York street. Street, street like wear. New York streetwear, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like even totally if it's just like there. six months to a year, or yeah. if I start doing my real estate thing and just kind of bopping around yeah. and just going there and being there for a couple months, oh, and I'd then be so excited for you, dude. You yeah. should though. That should be your next like state goal. Yeah, I think living in more than one is a grand idea. Yeah, like find another identity there. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Okay, you just like she lets me like I have like thoughts. Um, I think people are too attached to one identity. I think because oh. we're we're taught we're taught that you know 
you have to, you know, like find your career and you got to do that for the rest of your fucking life. And then it puts you in a box, dude. And so like then yeah. people think you're weird when you switch hobbies. And that's the good thing about having ADHD. We switch what we like and do every five seconds. And so like I have so many different parts of my personality of myself. Like I am unattached to a certain version of myself. Like that's amazing. I wake up every day and I'm will I, like I'm fine with things. And like that's why I don't care what anyone thinks like the version that they have in their head of me because that version doesn't exist. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm different from day to day, from year to year, month to month. Like, it's just like when you go somewhere new, you unlock another part of yourself. Well, you have we're, to, we're like ever changing and there's no, I can't like society just forces us into these little boxes. Like, well, it shouldn't you be, have to be like a teacher. I've you always... have to be a, a policeman and that's your whole identity. Yeah. It's like, I've no, always had man. an issue with that, with that mindset of yeah. you have to do the job. You have to get the married. You have to you be have... the job. Yeah. You have to you be have your to job. work your life away. Yeah. You get to experience nothing. You get minimal PTO to go mm-hmm. experience stuff. You get have to buy the house and get the wife and have the kids and then retire. Yep. It is what? It's, it's very, it's giving jail. It's giving jail. It's it giving, really is. Like, like you're, you're a prisoner of your own life. Yeah, like you, especially with the house thing, like, dude, we just build our own jails. Like, you're living in a house that you're indebted to. You literally have to stay in it and pay it off. And you, you can't afford to do anything else. And then, like, dude, you go to the same place every day. Mm-hmm. You do the same thing every day. That's literally jail. Isn't that what people in jail do? Yeah. They live in a freaking box, a glamorized box. Not really. And then they do the same thing every day. And they, listen, what, what do they do? They work for, like, what, seven cents? <laughs> And they come out of jail with like $4. Isn't that exactly what <laughs> we do? Exa- yeah. We fucking do all this work to fucking pay all these taxes. To the go- like, it's a gl- we're in a glamorized jail. Can, Think about can that. Can we go back to like, how is it okay to pay them only seven cents? Dude. Like, what is the our, loophole here? Our city here? hates I know, people. but it's like, but y'all keep putting them there because you don't yeah. actually quote-unquote rehabilitate them no especially you, you literally set there. them up to come back out and reoffend. and that's on america america's i'm just we could easily fix the problem but yeah. it, it perpetuates we make money off mentally ill people we make money off of cancer people we make we money off of prisoners pr- thank you like drug addicts literally ever, like why would anything change we make money off of they it. make so much money off of yeah. it like they what do you were... think talk about sex trafficking we make money off yeah. of it Dude, like I said on the episode about addiction, if they wanted to stop the epidemic of it, mm-hmm. or the pandemic, epidemic, yeah, yeah, epidemic of it, they would. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to get drugs as easily as we can. Yes. But they make CIA so much. CIA the cocaine. Yeah. I'm going to give Snowfall a little shout out. Yeah. Great show on Hulu about Wait, how um the, the Hulu, fuck, the, the CIA Hulu. brought in cocaine in the 80s and it started the crack like huge crack boom yeah it's just like how the cia brought it in to fund a war in costa rica it's a great show the last season's finally up on hulu r.i.p but dude it is it's really fucking good they just tell on themselves yeah because it makes so much sense like how are we getting kilos of cocaine easily into the the united states every day if we're like so secure yep because they because if anybody tried to invade us that's not gonna happen but somehow pallets of cocaine and drugs get in here yeah pallets of them mm-hmm. but yep. if people were to invade us they don't get it yeah that doesn't make sense 
Mm. That's just my, my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's the hot take. And we've gone off on another tangent. We've gone off. <laughs> this has so, nothing to do with leaving your yeah. hometown. <laughs> but hey. Welcome you, to an but, episode of fucking chaos because we're happy ADHD. But it kind of does because, like, dude, that's the other thing. You have a very, like, narrow way of thinking. Like, you don't think about these kinds of things. You just watch the news, believe what you see. You watch argue your, with Bob from the local your little bar, city's like, news yeah, that they like, give mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah, and like that. That's your whole like. What they want to skew world. and show you on the news. Yeah, they pick what you see. Yeah, and exactly. that's what you see. Yeah, that's your whole reality. It's insane. It's yeah. so yeah. And then you argue with Bob at your bar. Like, yeah, you see the same. Dude did you vote for there? Obama or did you vote for like, dude? Who this cares? Is a story. It's, it's all literally planned. Like when I simulation. When I would drive to work, democracy is fake. Keep going. Sorry. When I, I would, we're not in a democracy. Um, <laughs> so I'm when, saying it's fake. Yeah, we're, no, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, when I would drive to work, I would be in the same schedule every day. I'm so, like, schedule-oriented, get to the gym, be on the road at the same time. And I would see the same Subaru with a New Jersey license plate. It was a silver Subaru every single morning at the same place when I would drive into work. Like fucking clockwork. Every mm-hmm. single day, at least four days out of the week, I would see this Subaru. And it seems so insignificant, but I really started to notice it once I decided I was going to move because I'm like, I'm doing the same thing every single day. I'm seeing the same shit every single day. Yeah. What is that? Is that living? Because to me, that's not the definition of living. Yes, I'm going to a job I absolutely love. And yes, I get to go home to a house I love. Yes, I'm leaving the gym I love. But I'm doing that every day to mm-hmm. the point to where it's just the same monotonous routine. Yeah. And then on the weekends, I'm spending all my time trying to catch up from the week because I'm going to the gym and working all day and coming home to go to sleep to do it again. Yes. I just mm-hmm. felt so – just seeing that car every day, I was like, dude, I need to – like. I'm not made for nine to five. No. I am not. I want to go and chase a dream. Mm-hmm. And that's why I came to Texas. Yeah. And that's why we're struggling at the moment and down bad financially because we're trying to chase a dream because mm-hmm. I don't want that to be my reality. No. I I'd can't. rather be broke and know that we're chasing what we like to do. Yeah. A passion. Like a I'd dream. rather live like, like, you know, not like we don't, we don't need things right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that the society convinces you that like house equals happiness, like nine to five job equals happiness. Healthcare equals happiness. Like, dude, these things like why are nice. memorizing a place to live? Everybody should have a place to live. It shouldn't be fucking a million dollars to fucking live somewhere. Like that is, that's so boring. Like go, go climb a mountain, like go jump off a waterfall in Fiji. Like literally go do like, how have we convinced everybody that this is the American dream? No. We've also convinced everybody that money is the only thing that matters. And that don't even get me started on that. Oh my gosh. I'll go on another tangent. I just hate that this society is so focused on money that we're losing time. Mm -hmm. Because Mm. time matters so much more than money. And I also think a lot of that has to do with where you're at too. Because I feel like in Texas, everybody's a hustler. But they're hustling in a different way than where I come from. They're not hustling in 9 to 5. They're Mm -hmm. hustling... With passions. Like a business. Like a business. They're all entrepreneurs. Social media. Social media. They're all creators. They're all techie. They're all um, trainers. They're 
I did I say that? I don't know. They're all paid like fitness people. They yeah. are all like entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah they're, they're not doing real estate normal, things. Yes. Yeah. They're doing a, like a different type of career path, Grind. but they're hustling their asses off for yeah. that. Instead of if you go to Idaho, everybody's got a nine to five. Everybody works yep, at a yep, bank, yep. at a title company, um, at a call center. It's just the, the normal, your set schedule. That's like what everybody does. It's like there's my hometown, there are welders. Yeah, there's they're nobody. like welders and teachers. Yeah, we have, there's a lot of teachers there yeah. too. We have people that work for the wildfires. Mm-hmm. Like, but nobody's out being a content creator or very no. few. Because it's not a dream that they think is attainable. Exactly. Because they Cause haven't the left their there. fucking hometown. That's the culture yeah. there. That's all you see. Yeah. All you see is nine to five. Yeah. But if you go somewhere like Austin, where I've met a handful of people that are actually from here, everybody's from everywhere. Yeah. It brings such a refreshing type of environment to be in because everybody's so different and it makes it so diverse that, dude, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. It's, it's cool. You're not limited and you don't have to be embarrassed. Yeah. Like I used to be embarrassed to record in the gym. Oh yeah. Same. Here I'm like, oh. It's normal. Yeah. That's cool. That's expected. Yeah. Because how's my form? (laughs) Yeah. Like it's not shamed. Yeah. I think too, like one important thing to hear too is like, because I had to learn this, not the hard way, but like if you move somewhere and you don't, and you find that you outgrow it and, but you Mm. thought that was going to be the end all be all, like it's just move again. Like I, I literally remember like I moved to Florida from small town, Virginia. And so for me, that was huge. That was a huge move. Like, you know, I was like in fucking Florida and you know, the longer I lived there, I just grew out of like that culture in Florida of drinking. And I just remember feeling so lonely at one point, you know, Mm -hmm. I just, I was turning into a person that I did not like because I was around people. Exactly how I was in Idaho towards the end. And so I knew, I knew like five years. The loneliness. Yeah. I felt like it wasn't, it feels like you're not welcome almost. Like you're not part of it anymore. No, you just like stick out. You're just, you feel, yeah. Like I felt like I was boring. I felt like I was forcing it. I felt, I just didn't, I was losing the part of my, like the core of who I was, you know, like that gentle, I just was, my nervous system was just fucking shot from living yeah. there. Like it, it is literally a different world down there. So I say it to say, if you move somewhere and it doesn't align with you, try again, please, for the love of God. Like I moved home. Don't like flock home. Yeah. Well, I did. I flocked home and recovered. Yeah. And then I left again. Well, like I gave myself. Yeah. Permanently. Yeah. Go you recover. Need to go like reevaluate. Yeah. That's cool. But go again. Try it fucking again. Yeah. Like, look, I've been here for six months. I left Virginia again. Take two. And now <laughs> we're do- now we're doing a podcast doing a with my friend. Podcast. Like I met this girl in the gym. I knew her for like a month before she quit. And then yeah. like we just we hit it off and we like we're doing this fucking podcast now. And like dude, people you would just be so never know. Shocked. Yeah. Like people literally ask, like, we oh, you guys know each other. We really have not known each other that no. long at all. We just vibe so hard at the beginning and now we yeah. spend like three or four days a week together. Yeah. And this is what we like we have planned a whole business. Yeah, we have so Idea much shit together. moving right now, yeah. and it's just a matter of time before the our dreams actually start to like yes. come to fruition. But yeah. and yeah, that dude. would have happened if I didn't. And that's why I say like, do Same. not give up if you don't fit the first place because Same. you will fit somewhere. And sometimes you just outgrow the thing that you mm-hmm. at first yeah fit in with, you know. So. Yeah. I'm so happy to be in in, in Texas, dude. And it, it just it, like you said, it was such an easy adjustment. 
It's like, so easy. Yeah, it's and that's like, how you know. Because right? everybody here is not from here. Yeah, yeah. So they a make lot of it Californians. Such, <laughs> a lot of them, yeah. But they they're make it such – they're the good ones, though. Yeah, yeah. They make it just – everybody's are cool. so like friendly yeah, and, they like, are. they're all welcoming because yeah. every person here mm-hmm. has been in your position. Mm-hmm. They have been here where they don't know anything and they're mm-hmm. scared. Yeah. they want, Everyone wants to make friends. Everybody, yeah. everybody wants to find they're their so clan. so welcoming. Like, it's amazing. If you – Idaho – Oh my God, they hate Californians. Hate them. I had a Californian friend once get followed home by an Idahoan with her kids in the car because of traffic and get out of his car while she's in her, her driveway with her kids and start yelling at her. Oh dear God. She had California plates and everything. It's Well, just... yeah, because there are a lot of a lot of Hispanics there too. Probably, it's probably a little bit of... Because you said your town's white. Yeah. So they probably well, don't fuck with... There's a lot outsiders. of Hispanics in Idaho. Oh, really? A okay. lot. Yeah. Huh. The culture is just, it kind of depends on where you're at. Okay. Depending on the, the town. Like Boise itself, I would say more white. Okay. Um, If you get to Nampa and Caldwell, which are just like, it's all the same fucking shit. Yeah. Like, it's all one big blob. That's more, mm-hmm. I'd say, Hispanic. Yeah. Meridian has, is probably more white. Eagles, richie, rich, white people. Um. But yeah, it's kind of a mix. There, but there's a lot of Hispanic. Okay. There's um where I went to junior high. Um, there was a trailer park in that area. There was a lot of Hispanic, um, influence on my junior high. But yeah. it was still in Boise. It just kind of depends on where you're at. Yeah, like anywhere. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah, that's. So, with that being said, what is your biggest tip that you want somebody mm-hmm. to take away if they're debating on moving? What would you tell somebody? What would you tell yourself a year ago? Like my first, like moving here or not or here or just Florida. the first time first you move. were going to move. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I would have told myself to calm down. <laughs> Great uh, advice. I, I would have. Yes. And I say that because, and I'm going to double down on that. I would have told myself to wait until you're to, to go when you're not running. I was running mm. from trauma. I was running from, and y'all are going to know what that was in the next episode, or if you've already listened to that one. Um, but I was running from the reality of my family and I couldn't face it. So I quickly picked up, quickly moved as far away as I could, got into drinking, dated horrible people, not all of them, but I date. I felt, I quickly fell into not so great dynamics Mm -hmm. because I just, I wasn't ready. You know, I was running, I wasn't running to something. I was running from something. So I say that to say this time I ran to something. Mm -hmm. I was so happy to get here. I I had goals. I had, you know, a lovely partner, like, you know, et cetera, but I had dreams for myself. I was running when I left Virginia. So do not run if you are like, like, and really evaluate that because I would have denied it, but you have to be ready because you if you end up in another state and you are in that state of mind, like you're going to crash and burn at some point. So do your inner work. Make sure you're mentally prepared to go somewhere new, especially if it's a state like New York or Florida or these, you know, these big states. Um, you just have to really be in a good state of mind. So that is that is the number one thing I would have told myself mm-hmm. when I was 20 years old. What about you? Solid advice. Um probably just fucking do it stop like Like being scared and everything's gonna be okay don't sit there and overthink everything just do it 
and be, but also be like graceful with yourself and understand you're going to have emotions and don't yeah. beat yourself up when you start crying at a red light because yeah. you're like, I'm never going to see the street sign again. Yeah. So I, I was very. Don't romanticize the street sign. I was very emotional. Yeah. And I remember one of my last times getting my eyebrows started with my eyebrow lady. I was just crying mm-hmm. when I left because I was like, dude, I'm finding eyebrow this lady. Is the like, last time. It was literally like no, within a few days of me moving. And I was like looking at the sunset and it was just. Oh, that emotional. one really hit. Yeah. That I was, one hit. I was crying so hard. And that me, yeah, it That's was just. Rough. Knowing that I am not going to have this be my normal life anymore Mm. and being really scared because I didn't even know what the fuck this place was going to be like. Yeah. So I would just, but I was also mad at myself because I'm like, why are you being so annoying? Why are you being so emotional? And like, you can't express this to anybody. You can't show anybody emotion. You can't cry. And I wish that I would have been a little bit more open to letting myself be emotional and feel those things. Yeah. Especially with people like on my last day at the gym and my last day at work and yeah, just letting myself feel those feelings instead of trying to hold them in. Once I got to Texas, I felt such a release. I didn't have to release any feelings. I felt so at peace, but I think it would have made the process, the process leading up to it and the move down here was the worst. But once I got here, I felt nothing but peace. That's good. I just could have been more kind to myself. Yeah, like I feel like trying to prevent the emotions actually makes it really, really hard when you're doing it. Yeah, like because that was a fucking shit show. Because yeah. like I had to sell a house, like it was a lot of shit that I had to do, but it just would have made the process easier, I think. So be graceful with yourself and just Let cut yourself, yourself mourn. <laughs> yeah, but don't like you said over romanticize stupid shit like the street sign. Yeah, or... like just cry about your parents and your family. Yeah, you know? like, like say bye to your you, friends. Like... You will be able to go back to that mm-hmm. place. Yeah. But I promise when you do for the first time, you're going to be super glad you left. Yeah. And I can say that from moving back and moving again. Yeah. It was. But do it if you need to. If you need to. For the first time. Confirmation. Yo, I'm out. It was a great weekend, but this shit, this ain't ain't hitting no more. But yeah. So hopefully that was some good advice for y'all. If you're thinking about moving or if you have moved and you're related to this. um, Just pick a place and go. Yeah. Just fucking go, dude. Why not? Who cares? (laughs) You'll find a new job. Everything you have, I guarantee you can find it again. Oh, best advice of of the pod. You ready? I'm going to hit him with it. Here's the thing. Your money will return. Your time will not. I did not make that up, but I heard it. We're ending on that. Your money will return. All right. No more. All right. Uh, Wait, we're going to do our book and song. Book and song. Book and song. Brie always goes first, so Brie. All right. The song I got for y'all is like my alter ego song when I really need to hype myself up and I want to get a little narcissistic. Um, It's called King of the South by Big Crit. Because I just tell myself I am the king of the South. I'm here. I love that. Yeah. It's like your Texas theme. It is. Actually, the song I listened to on my way down is called Texas, like when I was moving here. I listen to that every day. I love it. There's like so many songs up. about Texas. Like, I know. Especially, <laughs> it's just, like country music. Dude, like, it's a great state. Yeah, it it's is. fantastic. Everybody's so nice. Okay, anyway. Uh, what's my book? Okay, so this is pretty on brand again. It's called Emotionally... I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me go back to my freaking phone. Oh, where'd it go? I'm sorry, guys. Hold on. Cat with the ADHD and never be. No, I literally so am not prepared. Literally, I don't even know where. This oh, here is it is. A here it is. Snippet of um, <laughs> real life with cat trying to like leave the house to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait. <laughs> okay, so it's called Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents: How to Heal from a Distant, Rejecting, or Self-Involved Parent. Parents. 
Amazing. So yeah, my boyfriend, I've, I suggested this. I haven't read it yet. All of these books are sitting in my Kindle guys. So like, these are just books I'm rattling off that like have good reviews or that I am on my list to read. But um, my boyfriend said this was really, really helpful for him. Um, so yeah, I would just recommend it if you have like a parent where you're like, oh my God. Um, so check that out. So anyway, that is it. And Amazing. we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Or next episode. Next episode. We're just cranking these out. We're just sitting here. So I don't know when this one's going to drop. There might yeah. be another one. Who knows? But we'll see you in the next one. Yes. So. All right. Bye. Bye.